Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. I know a lot of folks can be uh, disconnected from, from the agriculture industry. But, I mean, it's obviously still a very important industry in Canada. And, it, look, it would apply to any other exporter. If people can't export their products, we've got a big problem. And I think, obviously, in the context of this pipeline debate, we realize how important that is. So what's going on with the grain industry? Right? They, they don't need pipelines to get their product to market. So there's, there's not that kind of controversy. But, obviously, they need something, and typically that's rail. Well, what we're facing in Canada this year is a real acute backlog when it comes to rail. I mean, it's to the point where CN this week fired their CEO. They've issued an apology today for this backlog. In Ottawa, the House Agriculture Committee has convened an emergency meeting to talk about this. All the while, we've got a piece of legislation, Bill C-49, making its way through all the proper channels that supposedly is going to address all of this, modernize all of this. But in the meantime, it's meant a lot of uncertainty and frustration for grain producers because you don't get paid until you move your product. Doesn't matter if it's somebody else's fault. So uncertainty, financial uncertainty... This is a big issue. Joining us uh, to talk more about it all is uh, Jeff Nielsen. He's president of Grain Growers of Canada. Jeff, thanks for joining us here. Well, thank you for the call. Obviously, things are almost at a crisis point here. How how did this backlog get so bad in the first place? (laughs) That's a very good story. We actually started noticing this well back early in the fall. Um, Grain, we knew we were coming into a good crop again. There's areas of the province, provinces that did suffer some drought, but generally we produce the same amount of grain, if not, than that we did last year. So we knew our shipments were going to be the same, uh, yet, unfortunately, one of the railroads decided to, in the spring, to uh, lay off some crews and decommission some engines, and unfortunately, um, they cannot play catch-up that easy once that happens. Right. And I mean, obviously, it underscores how reliant then producers are on the rail system of being able to get that product to market. I mean, I think Canadians might assume that if it's a good year for crops, then then that's good news for farmers. But if we got this problem in between, it's obviously not good news. No, it's not, because we only get paid once we deliver our grain to our local elevator. Uh, generally, it's usually done under contract. You select different months where you want to sell the grain, whether it's due to a good price during that month or due to a commitment you have, a financial commitment to to honour. So you look at forward contracting your grain, and right now we're seeing grain that's still sitting on the farms that should have been delivered back in December. So that, of course, doesn't mean the grain you should have delivered in December, the money you should have earned in December isn't there yet, and yet you're still being faced with um, input bills, um, mortgages, uh, land rents, um, and general expenses. 
Right. And, and farmers got to deal with that. So what, what, what does this cash crunch mean for producers then? It means <laughs> you have to have a very good working relationship, say, with your banker. Uh, once again, the grain's in the bin. Um, that's the, the, the hard part to try to um, work with. The grain is in the bin. We can't move it. We can't get paid. Um, you may have to set up interim financing. Um, we will do whatever we can to manage our business. Uh, we look forward to soon, I hope, be able to move that grain. Right. So what, what do you make of this? Um, well, the apology today from Canadian National comes just a couple of days after they, they got rid of their CEO. I mean, what, is, what does that represent to producers? Um, honestly, not a heck of a lot. It's nice to hear. Yet we were uh, telling the government as uh, farm groups, as producers, as industry in agriculture back last fall that we were foreseeing this problem happening. Uh, we were in the talks with CN at that time saying we see problems ahead. Uh, one of their major excuses that they like to use, both railroads like to use, well, it's winter. We know it's winter. Um, right. I haul grain in minus 30. Uh, winter happens every year. It takes more power on a railroad to haul any freight in the winter, and it's a responsibility of railroads to be prepared to do that. Well, obviously, these companies are in the spotlight. There's a lot of pressure from the politicians on, on them to fix this. But obviously, the politicians have their own matter to deal with here, and that's Bill C-49. What, what does Bill C-49 do? It's the Modernization of Transportation Act. It, for actually on the grain side, we haven't seen anything renewed as far as uh, legislation in well over 30 years. So we're very keen on this bill. We're very happy with this bill. There's a couple of minor amendments we propose that... We hope the Senate will um, pass forward to the House. And right now it's currently stalled. Well, not really stalled in the Senate, but they only have certain days or hours a week they hear hear individual bills. And right now Parliament and Senate is on recess until the 19th. And then they're only there for two weeks, and then they go on an Easter recess for two weeks. So the wheels of... Well, the wheels here are turning extremely slow, and it's um, really affecting us. Well, doesn't it seem like a disconnect that they're, they're calling an emergency meeting of the House Agriculture Committee that, that suggests that there's some urgency to this issue, but there doesn't seem to be that, that urgency on this legislation? That's the unfortunate part. We have been in Ottawa several times and talking to the senators on this committee and really trying to encourage them to move it forward faster. And it's it's stuck in the process that they have to deal with. And we believe we can, they can move faster. We believe with the majority government, our government could take a stronger stance on this, too, and really push and get this bill through. In the meantime, though, it doesn't sound like there's a short-term fix for this. So as days turn into weeks and weeks turn into months here, what, what are producers facing in the short term? It's the lack of cash flow. Um, if you can't move the grain once again, you can't get the cash flow. We're coming into spring here, and we're looking at um, renewed expenses for uh, seed, fertilizer, crop inputs, as well as um, rent payments on land if you rent land, and mortgage payments. So it's it's a, once again, it comes back to the cash crunch. Maybe you can possibly get extended credit through your financial institutions. Uh, that's on an individual basis. And uh, but I guess what our big ask is, is for the government to, when they come back the week of the 19th, to actually, sending a letter to the railroads is nice. Please be nice. Please do something. That's great. 
what we asked the government to actually come up with an action plan. plan action plan. Uh, once they do come back on the week of the 19th. Right. And in the meantime, though, we're talking about exports here, and, and obviously grain producers are competing in a global marketplace. Hopefully trade agreements will start to open up new markets. But, you know, if we can't get our products to market in, in a timely and, and predictable way, what, what does it do to Canada's reputation as an exporter? <laughs> Very good point. We lost reputation back in the spring of 2014 when we had the crisis four years ago. We should have learned from that. We should have, should have been prepared for this better. We know that um, with, if we get um, Trans-Pacific Partnership deal ratified to the House here right away, there's opportunities for West Canadian agriculture to really expand and grow and see um, better markets and hopefully better profitability back to our farms. But you nailed it on the head. If we cannot get our grain to an export position in a timely fashion to service those markets, then those markets will go elsewhere. And I wonder, too, I mean, there's been a lot of focus, obviously, on on the pipeline debate. And as the oil industry starts to pick up again, if we don't have those pipelines, they're also going to have to rely on rail. Does that potentially make the situation even more acute if you've got grain producers and oil producers competing for for rail? I think everybody's competing. Like, it's not just, we have oil, we have forestry, we have um, potash, we have minerals. Um, uh, There's a lot of sectors that depend on rail, container freight, they're all seeing the effects of this right now. So uh, we all want answers. We all want to see better service. And that's what we expect. It's it's the basis of the Canadian economy to make sure our products flow to market properly. Right. That's why this matters to all of us. Absolutely. All right. Well, Jeff, we'll, we'll keep a close eye on this. Uh, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate the update. You bet. Take care. There you go, Jeff Nielsen, president of the Grain Growers of Canada. So um, helping illustrate for you what they're all going through, what should be a great year for them. It's turned into anything but. 974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.